0: Hey everyone, every year around Christmas, I like to try to release a new Weekend Out holiday special, usually in the form of a mini-documentary. And this year's subject might be the most controversial one yet, at least as far as these Christmas episodes go. I'm going to be discussing the Dutch holiday character known as Zwarte Piet. Black Pete in English, and I believe I did mention him in passing some years back when I did an episode on the so-called companions of Saint Nicholas. There are a number of characters in European folklore from various regions who are collectively referred to as companions of Saint Nicholas. Among them, of course, is the infamous Krampus, who I've also done an episode on, Others include the German Nacht Ruprecht, Bellsnickel, a character from the German Palatinate region, brought to Pennsylvania by German immigrants, the Swiss Smoochli, from schmutz, meaning dirt, and, of course, the star of this episode, Schwarte Piet, from Dutch folklore. Sinterklaas is often depicted as being accompanied by multiple Schwarte Piets, the plural being Schwarte Pieten. Now, what makes Zvarta Pete so controversial is his appearance. He's traditionally depicted as what we in the States would recognize or view as an offensive racial stereotype or caricature right out of an old-time minstrel show, complete with full black face, bright red lips, and a dark Afro wig. His costume usually consists of brightly colored Renaissance attire befitting a pageboy. Apparently, the earliest known illustration of Schwarte Piet comes from an 1850 book called "Zint Nicolaas on Zint Nekt, St. Nicholas and His Servant, written by Dutch poet, teacher, and children's book author Jan Schenkman. Schenkman depicts the character as a black moor, or to use an archaic term, blackamoor. Blackamoor can mean a dark person, especially of North African ancestry, or it can refer to an art trend dating back to the Renaissance, or early modern period, in which black individuals were depicted in a highly decorative manner, usually in the mediums of sculpture, jewelry, or even furniture. These Blackamoor figures were often depicted in servile roles, such as holding trays, etc., it should be noted that there are references to a Dutch Black Pete character that predate Schenkman's book. The names used to refer to him include Peter Nekt, or Dinnekt, Nekt being the Dutch word for servant, Peter Men Necht, and Peter Man Necht. There's competing theories that seek to explain Zwarte Piet's appearance. Some posit that, as previously alluded, that the character was supposed to be of Moorish descent, or perhaps a slave freed by Saint Nicholas, who then became his loyal companion. Another theory is that he's simply black from a permanent layer of soot, accumulated as a result of all his numerous trips, down the chimney as the gift-giving saint's assistant. There were some other ideas or theories I encountered that I had more trouble trying to verify. For instance, there's the suggestion that the roots of the Shvarta Peak character may go back to at least the Middle Ages, with the idea that St. Nicholas was known to have the power to tame and make servants of demons who were black-skinned or scorched in appearance. There are stories of Nicholas having the power to drive away or tame demons, but I'm not sure if there's a definite connection between that and Zwarte Pete. But it does bring to mind the bestial chain-wearing Krampus. If I remember correctly, there's an idea that Krampus's chains and servitude under St. Nicholas may represent Christianity's supposed triumph over the devil or paganism. Speaking of paganism, I also came across the idea, numerous times, that Pete may go back to the Nordic god Odin or Votan's ravens, Hugin and Munin, who would supposedly listen at chimneys to report the behavior of mortals back to the god. Despite my lifelong love of the Norse myths, and the knowledge that the modern Santa Claus or Saint Nicholas was supposedly influenced in part by Odin, as well, of course, by the or Turkish saint whose name he bears, I'm still not sure if I necessarily buy the raven explanation. So Peter or once again Zwarte Piet in plural, are a part of celebration surrounding the annual feast of Saint Nicholas in the Netherlands, as well as on the Caribbean Dutch islands of Aruba and Curaçao. Sinterklaas Avond, or Saint Nicholas Eve, is celebrated on December 5th when sweets and gifts are traditionally handed out to children, or on the 6th St. Nicholas Day in Belgium. But the Svarte Piten usually appear weeks before in November, when Sinterklaas is welcomed with a parade. Having traveled by boat from, no, not the North Pole, or from the historical saint's home of Myra in modern-day Turkey, but wait for it, Madrid, Spain. Not what I was expecting, but some might argue a far more hospitable climb than the frozen north. The Zwarte Pieten then accompanies Sinterklaas to such places as stores and schools, where they continue to entertain children and pass out treats such as tangerines and traditional Dutch confections. An interesting bit of folklore to note is that while good children are rewarded with gifts, supposedly bad children are left birch, twigs, or coal, or worse yet, stuffed in a sack so that the Zwarta Pieten can cart them back to Spain, where they have to spend the ensuing year learning manners or laboring in Sinterklaas' shop. Given the characters' controversial appearance or nature and the Netherlands' increasingly diverse population, it may not come as a surprise that in recent times, the Zwarte Piet tradition has been coming under increased scrutiny and has even sparked protests and campaigns, such as the so-called kick-out Zwarte Piet movement. But not all Dutch are ready to part with the character in its traditional iteration, including some in the entertainment business, such as high-profile celebrities and singers. In 2018, members of a production crew refused to take part in a nationally televised celebration, following a decision to feature an altered version of the character, and in some cases, clashes between pro and anti zwarte Piet demonstrators have even led to violence. A 2020 Time Magazine article referred to the character as, quote-unquote, the physical manifestation of a national problem. A more politically correct version called Sooty Pete has been becoming increasingly more common. With this version of the character, the person in costume keeps their natural skin color visible, only partially covering or streaking their face, instead of donning the more controversial full blackface. In 2020, Netherlands Prime Minister Mark Rutte stated in Parliament, perhaps following a previous statement and paraphrasing, that he now better understood why people consider the character's appearance racist. In the same year, Facebook updated its policy against blackface, resulting in a prohibition that included traditional Zwarte Piet imagery or depictions. Also in 2020, Google banned advertising that featured the character, including the less offensive sooty version. Several other companies, including Amazon, decided to remove traditional Zwarte Piet products and promotions from their stores. In November of 2020, a Dutch National Association of Public Libraries announced it was removing books featuring the character from its shelves. As for public perception, a 2013 survey found that upward of 90% of the Dutch public did not perceive Zwarte Piet as being racist or linked to slavery and opposed altering the character's appearance. By 2018, the number of those who didn't find the character racist dropped down to about 80 something percent, with upwards of 40 to 50 percent saying that they were happy with the less controversial quote unquote sooty version. One factor for the increased opposition to the character could be that in 2020, George Floyd and Black Lives Matter protests made their way overseas, including to the Netherlands. It's thought that the heightened awareness this raised regarding certain social or racial issues had an effect on the public perception of the Zwarte Piet tradition. A June 2020 survey found that only 47% of those surveyed supported the traditional and more controversial depiction of the character, a marked decrease from 71% as indicated by another survey one year prior. Yet a similar survey conducted several months later, specifically in December of 2020, revealed that 55% of respondents supported the traditional version of the character, 34 supported changing the character's appearance, and 11% were unsure. The same survey also revealed that a whopping 78% did not see Shvarta Pete as racist, with only 17% in contrast viewing him or it as such. I usually don't inject my personal opinion into these documentary episodes, but I will say that I think stores like Amazon and public libraries expunging all traces of Shvarta Pete seems a bit extreme or alarming to me but at the same time I understand people being upset by what seems to be on face value, no pun intended, a blatantly offensive racial caricature, and I think the sooty Pete alternative is actually a good compromise. So I understand modern Dutch society may be wanting to move away from the traditional depiction, but why can't say Svarte Pete books stay in libraries, no one's forcing you to seek them out, And why can't someone go onto Amazon and buy a Schwarte Pete ornament or decoration if they want to? If you're offended by the sight of Schwarte Pete memorabilia, you know, don't search for it on Amazon. But on the other hand, to play devil's advocate against my own point, I guess you could argue, you know, would I feel the same way? if Amazon was selling old racist collectibles or memorabilia from the American South, or, you know, lawn jockeys or old coin banks or tins with racial caricatures or minstrel show imagery, etc. And that's actually a good question. (laughs) I think I've kind of stumped myself. So on that note, thanks for listening and happy holidays.